got to take advantage of all the free stuff, the opportunities for interviews or podcasts, the training sessions that you offer and that Como Gives offers are invaluable. You have to attend the training sessions. You have to pay attention. You have to try what's offered. I mean, it's given to us. It's, it's right there. You have to do that. You're on a mission and you just need more people to know about it. And whether you're brand new to marketing or a seasoned pro, we are all looking for answers to make marketing decisions with purpose. I'm Monica Pitts, a techie, crafty business owner, mom, and aerial dancer who solves communication challenges through technology. This podcast is all about digging in and going digital. I'll share my marketing know-how and business experience from almost 20 years of misadventures. I'll be your backup dancer so you can stop doubting and get moving towards marketing with purpose. Now, before we get started, I want you to mark your calendars for October 19th. It's a super exciting day. We have two really big things happening on October 19th. The first thing is we kick off our Craft Your Ask three-day challenge. So dedicate 15 to 20 minutes a day and join us as we write our year-end fundraising asks together with instructions and feedback and support all on the nonprofit Marketing with Purpose Facebook group. It's free, it's awesome, and the collaboration will really help you make sure you have the right year-end ask for your organization. And then the second thing that happens on October 19th is that registration opens for our year-end giving training. Registration closes November 15th. Now this is the same training that helped our local nonprofits raise over $1.6 million last year. Well, that and like a metric ton of elbow grease and awesomeness because they are incredibly awesome and they worked really hard to earn all those donations. And I gotta tell you the thank you notes from this training are really what keeps me powering through the whole year because I know that I'm making a difference for these nonprofits. Now this year, our training is gonna consist of five on-demand year-end giving training modules. We will also have social media and email marketing schedules and templates for you to use and modify for your own campaign. And then we'll have live support in our breakout sessions and virtual office hours. And you can get all the details for that training at youmaycreate.com. That's Y-O-U-M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com. All right, now let's get to business. This is gonna be an awesome interview. Now, right now, I am interviewing nonprofits who ran successful year-end giving campaigns last year. I am learning what they did that worked for them and bringing it to you so that way you can learn from their successes. These two ladies that I interviewed in this episode are Jan Meese with the Columbia Audubon Society and Jackie Ginrich, who is treasurer of the wardrobe. Now, both of these ladies did an amazing job running their urine giving campaigns, and they reached and exceeded their campaign goals last year. I am always amazed by the creativity and efficiency with which some of these organizations run their campaigns. And what makes these two organizations 
even more special is that they are all volunteer organizations. So they don't have a huge army of people that are helping them power their campaigns. They have a tight knit group of people who buckle down together and work through the month of December. Well, and earlier in the year too, as you'll hear, because both of them do a lot of planning to make their campaigns a success. Both of these organizations participated in Como Gives last year. And if you're not familiar with Como Gives, it is Mid-Missouri's year-end month-long online giving campaign. It's powered by the Community Foundation of Central Missouri. And my organization, May Create, is responsible for the website and the training and, well, like tier two tech support fun stuff. So it's how we give back to the community every year. Last year, we helped 142 of our local nonprofits collectively raise $1.6 million. And two of those nonprofits are in this interview today. So I took highlights of both of my interviews and put them together in this episode for you. So that way you can hear all about how these two nonprofits are all volunteer and all awesome. So let's get to Jan and Jackie and learn all about how the Columbia Audubon Society and the wardrobe ran their year-end giving campaigns. Let's get to business. First, I would like to start by understanding what role year-end giving plays for your organization. Is it like the cornerstone of your fundraising or is it just a small part? Jan, why don't you kick us off? Quite honestly, this is our major fundraiser, other than the collection of dues. And how about you, Jackie? What role does year-end fundraising play in raising funds for your organization? This is the only fundraising that we do other than we have now applied for a few grants. So now, I mean, how'd you do? Tell me about how much money you raised last year in your year-end giving campaign. You can believe that I have this amount. We raised $12,280 from 109 donors. So did you bring in the same number of donations the first year that you did Como Gives as you did last year? I'm so glad you asked that because our first year we had approximately 49 donors with $3,900. Last year we had 100 donors with um, how much did I say, uh, 12,280. So exponentially, we have increased. And how about you, Jackie? Over time, are you seeing the same thing? Are you raising more money each year that you do your year-end giving campaign? We were able to raise over $11,000 in our first year. We had lowered it last year due to COVID. We felt like, um, you know, that we would raise fewer funds, and um, we still raised enough to uh, purchase about 270 pairs of shoes. So in 2018, our first year, we were able to purchase 300 pairs of shoes approximately. Mm -hmm. And then 2019, same thing, status quo, same, we were able to purchase that same number of shoes. And then last year, just a slight dip, very slight dip. That's totally awesome. I'm so excited for both of you that you are finding success in running these campaigns year after year. It's got to feel so good for your team to realize that success and to know that you can give back to your community that much more because you put this effort into planning and running your year and giving campaigns. Now, speaking of planning, 
planning any campaign takes energy, right? And especially planning something that's going to happen at the end of the year when people have family obligations and other things to do. And I mean, and, and you guys are running all volunteer teams, right? So take me back to the beginning. What did you guys do to start planning your year and giving campaigns? How did you decide what you were going to do to promote them? I mean, where did you start? Last year, we partnered with a journalism student at MU who was doing an independent study. Um, And uh, she uh, created a delightful video of uh, some dancing feet with different Mm -hmm. shoes and um, posted that on the Facebook and on the Como Gives site um, and created and helped us post uh, frequent emails that updated where we were with our donations and um, gave us the format to um, thank our donors promptly and in a nice manner. Uh, We felt like her efforts led to an increase of at least 25% over where we had placed our um, goal for last year. We also enlisted Big Muddy Productions and they filmed some local celebrities for us that endorsed our program. Um, They gave testimonials and we posted those on Facebook and on the Como Give site. We contacted several of our supporting church organizations to Uh, see if they would place notices in their newsletters and on their websites and social media pages uh, about our program and um, give us a way to uh, increase participation in Como Gives and also just donations in general. We are so incredibly lucky to have young people like the volunteer who interned for the wardrobe last year in our community. Living in a community with multiple colleges is awesome. But like those volunteers don't necessarily have to be in college. You can have great high school students that'll help your organizations out. So just finding people with the talent who often need the experience. I mean, One thing that you don't probably think about, or or maybe you do, is that when you give them the opportunity to help them with your campaign, you're helping them build out their portfolio and giving them actual real real world experience that could help them get a job in the future. So it's like a double win. Jan, why don't you tell us what you did to plan your campaign? Because I think you guys did all kinds of creative stuff. Um, We heavily utilized our website and our email list and our Facebook um, posts that we have and our monthly newsletter. We started pounding away more or less at Como Gives is coming up, you know, get ready to give with a click of this. You can help us and other organizations in our community. And that's a cool part about Como Gives. Not only are you out there, but you can direct other people to help like-minded organizations. Um, Like I said, we had a large banner sign out at our Audubon Nature Sanctuary, and one of our partner friends, Songbird Station, helped us by letting us put up a poster and blurbs that told us where we could, um, where how people could connect with us. But we also went back to something that was a little old school, and we sent postcards to all of our members, all of our past donors, and... um, that was just 
something that got in a regular mailbox. I think you have to you have to do um, strategies that work for your organization and for your potential donors. And helping and in doing that, we, we did something different. We had a photo contest we advertised through our website and on Facebook, et cetera, to ask members to submit photos to um, us to use in our um, postcard. So it was something new we hadn't done. So we involved our members in a different way. We also arranged for an interview on KFRU with David Lyle, who is always so kind to organizations because he has a large listening audience. And there are so many different organizations that participate with different missions that um, it was really, it was really a nice way for us to, um, to do that. I'm just over here, like nodding my head, like I'm taking notes, Jan, this is so awesome because just a few episodes ago, I talked about the place where you start your year end giving campaign. And it's really the place where you start any type of marketing. You look at what you have, I call them your assets, and then you make a list and you figure out which of those assets that you can use right now to get where you need to go. And what I just heard you say is all these amazing assets that you guys tapped into and used to promote your year-end giving campaign, like everything from asking your audience to submit photos for a print piece to asking for an interview on a local radio station. That's that's awesome. That like everyone can follow that example, me included. I'm always feeling like I forget like one little thing, you know, but you guys did a great job of that. And that is like an excellent example of planning and getting the most out of what you have. So out of all the things that you ladies did last year, is there something that you thought went exceptionally well that you're totally going to do again this year? We secured matching funds for the first time and felt like that was a, a big boost to our campaign. And how about you, Jan? Are there things that you guys did that you felt worked exceptionally well? It, generally, there was a big surge in the beginning when we did our Facebook, our emails. We also announced it in our newsletter. You know, we kept pounding away, and that's that's a hard term, but we kept pounding away through our electronic resources because the print thing is only once. Yeah. You know, it has, it has a nice little notice all about everything we accomplished in the year. But we, we had a strategy and a scheduled plan for um, weekly or biweekly emails. Mm -hmm. um, our committee met on Monday to reevaluate if we want to keep up that same schedule. And we may be toning it down to see if we're as successful just because now our, our listeners, our, our electronic um, people know that we're out there and this is coming up. So... Um, we may be running a risk by stepping back our electronic messaging. So this is kind of going to be an experiment for us this year. A calendar is such a good idea. I absolutely have to plan everything out in advance, not just when each thing needs to be sent out, but also when we're going to be planning each piece. Without that, I forget things and it just doesn't all get done. So that is exceptional advice. Now, are there things that you feel like you'll do differently this year? One thing I failed to mention um, 
Last year, I think you all, John and or you, suggested maybe you should write a thank you letter to your past donors. Mm -hmm. So last year was the first year we did that. It was an actual letter on letterhead in the U.S. mail thanking our past donors for their contributions, updating them on what we had done with our funds, and then just tangentially mentioning the Como Gives campaign. Mm -hmm. We don't beat people over the head. You know, we don't mm-hmm. send donation envelopes month after yeah. month. We just put it out there once or twice. And um, that was very, we felt really good about doing that. And we are going to do that again this year to send a written note, signed, hand signed by our president to say, thank you for your past donations. I was contemplating, you know, what do you do to make it effective? And um, you were mentioning start early, and I don't think you ever stop. Now, Jackie, I loved when we were talking and you said that you guys were going to recycle some of your testimonial videos from last year, because I feel like people always think that they need to make new things every single year to promote their campaigns. But if you're going to be trying new things every year in each campaign, those new things that you're trying take a lot of effort. So I think we should always look at the things that we have created in the past and use the good stuff that works. I mean, if you need to refresh it a little bit, that makes perfect sense, but you don't always have to start from scratch every year. As a matter of fact, don't because we don't have the bandwidth to do that, nor do we have the budget. So I think that is like excellent advice. Start early, make a calendar and and reuse things that worked from last year. I think uh, especially, you know, since what we do is recycle in our business. Yeah. That's one of our our lines is that we're recycling gently used things, you know, it it just fits in nicely and that we can say, you know, this this goes with our theme that we don't want to be wasteful. We want to be uh, efficient. We want to be cognitive of other people's money um, and all of those things. We want to Uh, be good stewards. All right. So anything else, like what would you like to share with people who are maybe starting their year in giving campaign this year, or maybe struggled with it last year or new people to Como Gives, what would you like to tell them? What do they need to know? You know, one thing um, I had been involved in a local organization, Assistance League of Mid-Missouri, and I worked with them Um, for a number of years on promoting their campaign and sometimes networking with other organizations to know, hey, what works for you and what didn't work for you. I think that's something, don't be afraid to reach out to other organizations. I think that's the beauty of Como Gives. You see other organizations who might be similar to yours and you can tap into them as a resource. Another thing I would say is have all your ducks in a row. Get ready early on so you can be going at it right when the campaign begins. Um, One thing I'd like to caution is I would watch the leaderboard just, you know, oh, my God, it's 10 o'clock at night. Who gave today? It's easy to get discouraged. I know that, you know, we all set a goal for ourselves and you see we start out really good and then we fall down and, you know, you fall down and you're up and down. But don't get discouraged because what you're doing is not necessarily to be the top. 
but just to be the just to get the funds necessary to help your organization do its mission. Um, every time I'd look, though, I would close my eyes, cross my fingers, and go, "Okay, where are we now?" And you know, for an organization our size, we have really done extremely well, and never would have guessed that we could raise this kind of funds in our community without the help of Como Gives. So. Don't be afraid to participate. Don't be afraid to try new things. And when we send people to the Como Gives website, we often encourage them to look at other organizations that they might be willing to give. I think people sit there and they go, I can give $50 to them and I can give $50 to them. And that, that's the beauty of Como Gives. I think in any organization, it's important uh, to match people with what they like to do and what they're good at. That's what we try to do is uh, find, you know, give assignments, try to be clear about what those assignments are, communicate effectively and clearly, concisely, and then not overwhelm any one person. And we try to be reasonable you know, in what our goal is. Did we say, oh, we want to have $100,000 in campaign fundraising? Um, You know, you can say that, but is that realistic? And is that something that's attainable? That's excellent advice, Jackie. Not overwhelming just one person, even if they're super excited, making sure that they have work that's attainable and setting goals that are realistic, matching people up with their talents. Great advice. Jan, do you have anything you'd like to add? And these are volunteers. And these this can take a lot of time for your volunteers, but because of a love of an organization, people are willing to give their time and talent, which is something we always ask for, especially in our first um, messaging. We said, time and talent, what can you do? Well, we got people who are photographers to help us with our with our um, postcards. So, you know, we, we and we have set up... Um, a calendar of events, which is very helpful, so that we'll make sure we are on target to be ready when we open on this time, November 30th, which is kind of an exciting day. Got to take advantage of all the free stuff, the opportunities for interviews or podcasts, the training sessions that you offer and that Como Gives offers are invaluable. You have to attend the training sessions. You have to pay attention. You have to try what's offered. I mean, it's given to us. It's, it's, uh, it's right there. You have to do that if you want to um, be successful. You have to network, network, network. Um, you have to partner up. True North, City of Refuge, Voluntary Action Center, all of those are part of Como Gives. They are also all agencies that refer to the wardrobe. I feel like we're all in this together. Um, and if a particular donor can only give to one, that doesn't matter. It's We all are better when we support one another and the community as a whole wins. Get on social media, maximize the benefit you can get from that. Um, and if you can think of a creative, uh, wacky, fun challenge, uh, go for it. Like the ice bucket challenge or polar plunge or, you know, if you can think of something creative like that, um, you know, you may be the next thing. Thank you so much, ladies. This was totally awesome. 
Jan and Jackie, you guys are excellent examples of what people can do with an all-volunteer team to have an awesome and very successful year in giving campaign. I love that you guys try new things and that year after year, you keep implementing and using the things that work to run a successful campaign. So thank you so, so much for sharing with our audience today. I learned a lot from you and I'm sure that they did too. So just... Just so you know, though, everybody, this is not the end of our year-end giving success stories or information, so stay tuned for our next episode. We'll have more podcasts and interviews coming out all about year-end giving, so just keep tuning in. And you are absolutely invited to join us for our year-end giving training this year. You can go out to youmaycreate.com. That's Y-O-U-M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com to register. Registration is opening up actually, yeah, soon. So um, we would love to have you. We are going to share the tried and true tools and resources that we've used to make Como Gives a Success over the past eight years and share with you these five training modules. We'll have support and breakout sessions and oh my goodness, so many things. I'm not gonna tell you about them all here because like you're like, thank you. Thank you so much for your attention this far, okay? Um, but just know that you are invited and you can go out to youmaycreate.com to register. I hope to see you there. So thank you once again to Jan Meese from the Columbia Audubon Society and Jackie Ginrich, who is treasurer of the wardrobe. We really appreciate your time and your gift of all your knowledge today. And thank you so much for listening and joining me today. And until next time, go forth and market with purpose. Thank you so much for joining me today. And before I let you go, I want to remind you one last time to mark your calendar for October 19th. Join me and other nonprofits in crafting your year-end fundraising ask on the Nonprofit Marketing with Purpose Facebook group. And also go over to youmaycreate.com, Y-O-U-M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com and check out what we're offering this year for year-end giving training. Registration closes November 15th. I'll see you there. And until next time, go forth and market with purpose.